This is John Walton, and you're listening to the Power Play Point Podcast with the Blue Liner on Point and Anna Knox. Here's Wilson, and on the right side, Once again, to the Power Play Point podcast, you're speaking, <laughs> you're not speaking, you're listening, hopefully, <laughs> wherever you are, uh, be you in the state of Maryland, Commonwealth of Virginia, and of course, the District of Columbia to myself, the Blue Liner on Point. And with me for another week of Caps Hockey Talk is the wonderful, beautiful mermaid live from Centerville, Virginia, Anna oh. Knox. Hey, hey, happy Daylight Saving Sunday, go. Yeah, yeah, I think that's messing me up a little bit. It's um, definitely throwing me for a, like I could go to bed right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so too. Um, but we're we're try we're gonna try and not not sound like uh, two uh, groggy adults who uh, right. have jobs to go to tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow morning. Yeah, um, yeah really. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you know, it was a, a decent week. I mean, three games, uh, two wins, you know. The loss wasn't particularly appetizing to watch, but you know, they still played well. Yeah, it's debatable. Um, <laughs> if, if if you can hear that, that's uh, uh, the um, ever popular seamstress for the band, my uh, my uh, lovely wife Jenny in the peanut gallery, uh, taking up her position. I didn't hear what she said. What did she say? Uh, she said, "Well, they still played well when I mentioned the Islanders game." The loss. I agree. I agree with her. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's sort of. We'll we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, but before we jump into uh, the on ice uh, coverage, um, or or the goings on with the team, at least, uh, just need to mention that uh, well, four out of five dentists prefer the Power Play Point podcast. The fifth can go floss himself. Oh. Nope. Just just wanted to put that out there. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, before we do the recaps of the games, um, we, we've got to say a little something about the big news that came out um, during the week. And of course, it's it's already it's already been talked about to death. But um, of course, it came out Monday uh, or Tuesday. I think it was this past Tuesday, Wednesday. Wednesday? Okay. Um, I've just been corrected verbally uh, that it was Wednesday of this past week that the news came out um, that um, Nicholas Backstrom has decided to step away from um, being an active player for uh, an indefinite amount of time. And uh, that's due to the fact that he doesn't feel that he's been uh, playing up to his uh, maximum capability. And I mean, it's, it's it's uh, it, it hit it hit the team hard, and it was you know it's something of you know something of a, a a belly drop for for all caps fans everywhere. You didn't, I don't think, I don't think uh, he certainly didn't want it this way. None of the none of the caps fans that are true fans of the team wanted to see it happen this way. But um, you know, the surgery that he had was uh, you know it was a big ask. To, to come back from something like that and history just wasn't on his side. And um, it, I don't know. I got to say, I've got mad respect for number 19. And I don't think that there's anybody out there that, that can say a negative thing about Nicholas Backstrom and who he is as a person, who he is as a player. Um, I, I just, I do hats off to him for recognizing uh, one that his health is, is a priority. Um, and and two that he's not giving the team a hundred percent, and he recognizes that. That's got to be 
difficult pill to swallow for anybody, especially if this is your career. Um, but I just, I know that, you know, hearing that and then, and then they had to go into the Islanders game, right? Right. Yeah. So there's something to be said about that. And, but I think that all the players have been super respectful of his choice and they know what to do. You know, they're going to move forward and maybe they'll play that much harder for him or in honor of him or because of him. So I, I, I'm bummed a hundred percent, but I just have some mad respect for 19 right now. Yeah. And I think when, when it comes down to it, uh, that that's pretty much says it all. Anna. so I think we're going to leave it at that. There's mm-hmm. no sense. There's no sense speculating about uh, what they're going to do with the cap space and what they're going to do with the roster space and all that. We're not, we're not going to waste any time talking about that. That, yeah. that all is down the road and, when it happens, it happens, and you know that's a discussion for later. But you know, when it comes down to it, I, I think he's earned you know some time off, and you know, con- going to consider what what he's going to do next. You know, hopefully, maybe just maybe he'll get the happy ending and be able to play out, actually play out on his terms. But we'll see. But you know, a pretty pretty sad you know day all around for, uh, you know, Cap's family. But, you know, it's in the end, like, like you said, Anna, it's, it's, he's doing what's best for him and his family. And that's, that has to be priority one at this point. So um, we're, we're not going to get, I think, I think we can agree. We no sense getting into too long a discussion about that. Uh, At least not right now. All good. Yeah. All right. So, um, okay. So now for the on ice activities. So there were three games played since we left you last one of them, um, the day we recorded or the day after we recorded, since we actually ended up recording on a Saturday and that was against the San Jose sharks. And, um, well, this game didn't start out too well. And, um, yeah, I, I well, I, I give you guys a hint. Um, uh, we, we Anna, as as a, everybody should know by now, is a San Francisco 49ers fan, and mm-hmm. um, I text. I was kind of kind of keeping a half an eye on that game, and yeah, and oh. I threw her a text, and I said, um the wrong Bay area team seems to be winning right now. All right. If, yes. if you can, so figure out, figure out how things were going at that point. Um, now it is, it, it was early in both games, but right. yeah, that no, but no still, like uh, this is a, a perfect example. I mean, set it uh, like a bazillion times to never go into any game, assuming you know, that you're going to win. And, but, but to be honest, it it was kind of like, we really should have had this a lot, you know, sooner than it's like, they didn't wake up until, you know, the second half of the second kind of thing. Um, So that was disappointing. I mean, it was, it was going to be one of those, uh, you know, like, holy shit, what are we, uh, what are we thinking? And nobody wants, and then of course you're like, but the sharks haven't won. They want to come out. They're ready for it. This and that. And it's like, well, apparently we didn't get the memo <laughs> because um, we didn't look like we cared or gave a shit either way. So um, until and then it, then it changed. But it was a little it was a little frustrating on that end. Yeah. And, you know, you, you're right. And so to to kind of put an exclamation point on what you said, what you just said is the fact that um, at, at least coming into this game anyway, and as it turns out, um, still, um, the Sharks hadn't won a game yet. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I I don't know, I did, like you said, they should not have paid much attention to that, but I think they kind of saw that. The team kind of saw that and they were like, well, maybe just maybe we can kind of pull back on the reins a little bit and mm-hmm. not have to do what with what all we have to do and yeah they paid for it and uh, oh yeah well yeah, they fell behind. Gonna, I think, go yeah, ahead sorry go ahead no i was just no, gonna no, say go they, they 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 fell behind early um well early about halfway through the first period and they struggled 
Yeah, uh, they were definitely having an, an oh shit moment. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, and well, that oh shit moment lasted the throughout the whole first friggin' period, mm-hmm. as, as as it turned out, because they just they did not look like okay. So they got twelve shots on goal, which is good, but I, they still look like they were chasing the game that first twenty minutes, and you never want to do that, right? And but you know, thankfully, you know. You know, Dylan, Dylan Strom um, woke them up with uh, a 50-plus uh, foot shot from the near point Yeah, that, you know, kind of had eyes. And um, oh, uh, uh, I think, um, uh, well, a couple of the forwards, I'm going to see if I can pull up the replay, but uh, there was a good screen in front from, from, the, uh, from the two wings. Um, but, yeah, this up, up until then, they had a lot of trouble getting anything um, past Blackwood and it just, it didn't, it didn't look right. And, um, I, I was thinking maybe, uh, instead of perimeter shots, which this one was, they should just try and get in close. Well, it turned out that they, they would try that later, but, um, okay. You know what? This, this stupid app is trying my patience again. God. Yeah, I, I already had the I had this I had to go somewhere else because <laughs> it was so annoying. Okay, so I'm I'm trying you know what? Screw it. I'm not gonna waste any time with this crap. It is so fucking hard to pull up the goddamn replay. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna fuck with it. I I'm I'm sick of this shit. I, I I give them credit, they fixed up a lot of other things, but it's too fucking hard to pull up the goddamn replays. I'm I'm tired of it. Anyway, there was a good screen in front. Um, and, um, I think Blackwood lost a little sight of it and it uh, found its way into the net. So tie game, this was, uh, wow. Uh, just into the third period. So that funk that we mentioned actually lasted all the way into the third period. Um, so the first 40 minutes, they, they, most of them anyway, they played behind. And then I just mentioned, I just said they had to get a gritty goal and they got it. And boy, did they get it. And mm-hmm. to the rescue, again, number 43 mm-hmm. in your hearts, you know, on, on paper, number one in your hearts, Tom Wilson. Absolutely. With, with an absolute charge to the net. And he just throws it at the goalie, and it bounces off the defenseman's elbow and in. And if that's not a greasy goal, I don't know what is, but <laughs> that that's exactly what they needed. Um. So three quarters of the way over with the, uh, with the period and they take the lead and then Kuznetsov ices it caps ended up getting 42 shots on net in this game. Um, which by that ratio, they probably should have had six, seven, eight goals. (laughs) I was going to say, yeah, that's not a great statistic, (laughs) but you know, and we'll come to, we'll come to something that got posted by, um, a, uh, another quality uh, Caps fan source, uh, Japers Rink. We'll get to that in a minute, but that that kind of speaks to what they said um, is a problem with the offense. Uh, but as they say, a win is a win. That that's pretty good. But uh, I, it it should not have been. It should not have taken them this long. It should not have been as much of a struggle for as long um, in, in this game. So. I, I don't know. It, it, it should have been a win and maybe their approach shouldn't have been that, but it's at the same time, it should not have taken them this long to get into the game. Agreed. And hopefully that's a lesson they learn. Um, all right. So moving on to the next game uh, in the week. And this was, wow, they had a four day layoff. So they didn't play again until Thursday, last Thursday. Um, and the, um, uh, this was the game against the Islanders that we kind of mentioned earlier. Um, and this of course was 24 hours after they got the news that Backstrom was, you know, stepping away from the team. Uh And I, I think you can't make too much of the fact that that news kind of hit them pretty hard. And, uh, Joby and Locker did mention that, that the mood was, you know, that practice, the practice before was very, very subdued. And I, I think, <clears throat> Pardon me. That might have had something to do 
with how they played in this game or, or how it started at least. Um, we're not going to go well, well, obviously the caps didn't go, uh, didn't score. Um, so there's not a whole lot of highlights per se that we can go over that, that went well for the caps. Um, but, uh, we can go over the numbers at the very least and see, Okay, so that that was uh, November, November of this year. Yeah, that's it. And okay, you know what? I need to go to the calendar to pull that up. Okay, so I'm going to the calendar. Last Thursday, November the second, and here we are. Okay, so um. 22 seconds. Yeah. 22 seconds in was all it took for the Islanders to jump out to the lead. And With the porn you, name. what's that? With the porn name. Um, Nelson. <laughs> porn name, porn hair, uh, porn stash. Totally. I, I don't know if he has a mustache, but yeah, I don't know either, but um, the full package. Brock Nelson with the assist, Ryan Pulock. Uh, with the goal on that one, this was a seeing eye puck. Um, but yeah, you never, you never ever want to start a game with that. Um, I don't care. Uh, the Kemper haters can, you know, hang me by a flagpole. I don't care, but Kemper was screened. I don't think there was any chance he was, was going to be able to stop that until he turned into a six by four human wall. No way he was going to get that. Um, and, Next goal after that, that the Islanders scored uh, about eight minutes, uh, well, 10 minutes later, um, Holmstrom assisted by Hudson, what the fushing and uh, JP Peugeot. Um, that one, hmm, our favorite um, Swedish fill-in defenseman, uh, Hardy Boy Hee-Haw, gives up the puck at the blue line basically hands the Islanders a two on O not a whole lot. You can do with that one as a goalie. Although, um, if you want to make the argument, uh, he might've been a little off on the glove on that, on that shot, but you know, still two, nothing first period. And then they got another one in the second one, that one. Uh, yeah, that one, I think, uh, Darcy should have had. Um, but the, Flip side of this was, and this is what this is what uh, Jenny was saying earlier, and you were saying earlier, uh, Anna, is the fact that the the Caps did put out an effort uh, in this game. Thirty two shots on goal total, only nine for the first period, but they they were at least trying, and I think it was, well, in part anyway, that Varlamov. Um, the X cap had, uh, had such a pretty good game. Um, now I'm going to pose the question just after we get through the recaps here, but it could be said that, uh, well, y- y- it could be said that the goalies are that good, but it could also be said that the caps are making the goalies look good. So, uh, you know, we might, might want to explore that a little bit more, but, and that goes back to the Japers rink thing that I mentioned. So we'll get into that a little bit more, but I mean, I, I can see how it can be said that the caps played better this game, or, you know, maybe the score didn't tell the whole story, but you know, when it comes down to it, two mistakes and it's in the back of the net again. So I, I don't know what they have to do, and it's 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 on the defense. It's on the goalies too. I, I won't hold them completely blameless, but it's mainly on the defense, and they have to figure out what it is they can do to not let this happen as much. But um, they need to figure out what what they can do to not make this a habit, not make this an ident- part of their identity, because it's quickly becoming that way. And may I say again? Please tell me, somebody please explain to me what it is about Hardy Hamanoctel that makes him so attractive. 
why is he getting all this consideration? This is two games now that he's been in where he's made a critical turnover or a messed up his assignment that has led to a goal, a, a critical goal, nonetheless. So can somebody please explain to me what it is that they see in him that makes him this prized commodity that the media can't stop talking about and the coaching staff obviously thinks, you know, he, he's, you know, shitting diamonds or something. I don't know. I, I don't get it. Can somebody listening please tell me what, what it is about this guy? I, I just don't see it. Maybe just maybe someday he'll be really good. Maybe. But that's not that's not going to be today. It's not going to be next week. It's probably not going to be next month. Okay, I think there are guys like Johan, Johansson and Alexiev and Iorio, for that matter, that are a lot more deserving of time that he's taken away from. So it, it, again, if somebody can explain what what the deal, what this guy's deal is, you know, does he have pictures of you know the the coaching staff playing golf with Satan? I I don't know, but how he manages to get into the lineup and and you know keep on getting playing time by playing like this, and not not that most of the defensive core has acquitted themselves very well, but I don't know. Sorry, that, that that's my rant for the week. But uh, again, You're not a fan. No, not a fan. Not at all. Not not yeah. of this guy. And I, again, two games, two games he's been in. Second game, second critical mistake he's made that's yeah. led to a goal. I, okay. you know, I'm baffled. So, but yeah, I, I can see again. I can see how it can be argued that you know that they, they made they put out the effort. And unfortunately, though, they put themselves also in the position of chasing the game, and that's they never do well. They never do well when they start out like that. So, again, bad start dooms them, but, you know, they they made the effort to come back. It just wasn't going in, and it could be argued that it wasn't going in. So, um, yeah, there, there was that. Um, so now we come to the... Um, the final game of the week, and that was um, this past Saturday, or la- well, last night, uh, against the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets at home. Um, so this actually, you could say that this was kind of a carbon copy of the San Jose game, except that the Caps actually this time started out pretty well. So, um, okay, actually really? it was... Yeah, well, well, yeah, I mean, it was, I, I think that the caps kind of, well, all right. So the first, the total amount of shot eight. Okay. So that's pedestrian, I would say, but you know, I, th- I think they started out. Okay. A lot, certainly a lot better than the San Jose game. So, um, but we're going to, we're going to make this the focus game of the week. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, okay. So uh, breaking down the scoring, Tommy Wilson again yes, and uh sir. i would you could make the case you can make a case that uh, him and uh, an and or another gentleman we will be speaking about uh, in this game uh were the two um most valuable caps this week opens the scoring unassisted mm-hmm. um at 12:21 and uh i must be a glutton for punishment because i am trying once again to uh try and pull Don't up the app while while I'm well while I'm waiting for that though, I will I do have to mention this. Um, earlier he was he was into it and you can tell because earlier in the game he had he had a breakaway, and um, he uh, he was interfered with and the the refs mm-hmm. ruled that he was deserving of a penalty shot, which um, didn't work out. <laughs> which, I think you're being a little nice there, but yeah. uh, it, I, it's I, not Tommy's strength. <laughs> it's not. Um, yeah. So, so, uh, uh, you know, my wife is, is, uh, cooking is her specialty. Me, not so much. Um, getting greasy goals, uh, making his presence known. Uh, that's Tommy's specialty. Um, fancy 55 deep moves like Koozie, not so much. Yeah. 
Um, so, so is that what he tried to do on the penalty shot? I don't think that's what he tried to do on the penalty shot, but I, no. I think what no, he, he no, that, didn't. But it just was. It was just you kind of just knew from the beginning, just the form, the, everything that you were like. Mm. I don't know. He, this is not Tom Wilson's strength, right? Here. If I recall, if I recall right, he skated to the top of the crease and then he was trying to do this backhand kind of thing. And I don't think he got the release that he he wanted. And then it kind of got away from him. And yeah, just it, was just, it, it, it was, it, meh. it was, it, it wasn't his, yeah. um, it's not his forte. No, but that's all right. That's Okay. Because he would he would get one later. Okay, so um, all right, so Rasmus Sandin, um, yeah, I I don't agree with the scoring on this one because he Rasmus Sandin started the play. He didn't get an assist because it was kind of a busted play. He was charging the net. It hit a San Jose defenseman, mm-hmm. and then um, Wilson's Tommy on the spot. Oh look what I found uh, right in the slot and throws it past Elvis. And into the net for a, a nice goal. And oh, this one, that's what probably what he should have done in, right. in the shootout. So looking again at the replay, which actually works this time. So he's, yeah, he's kind of doing, oh yeah, nice one. Right over the shoulder of Merzlikens from the high slot. Takes it at the top left circle. And yeah, nice flip shot over Merzlikens glove hand side shoulder. And into the net, just just nicely tucked under the crossbar. Um, and I feel like I'm describing a freaking fashion accessory when I say that. But anyway, um, so Caps stake to a one nothing lead, twelve twenty one in, and exactly five minutes later, their cookie man, Sonny Milano. Um, pardon me for this. Pardon me for this, Anna. But uh, I'm I'm doing this. I'm doing this a little a little bit for C four. Walking on sunshine. Yeah, she loves that. Anyway, um, uh, so uh, now that Anna's finished retching, um, Sonny Milano. A great song, but, you know. Not for me. Yes, I know. Uh, with his second of the year, Jensen and Sandine, again, uh, well, that's actually Sandine's first point of the year on the assists. Uh, I thought I thought the defense had a great game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jensen, those two guys, particular Jensen and Sandine, had a great. I think that should be a pair that sticks. I think those two well, are particularly well together. It's interesting because I, you know, sometimes I do have questions, and sometimes I just kind of go with it. But I have Nick Jensen down as a question mark because I wanted to know what you were thinking. I feel like we don't hear about him as often, but then when we do, it's usually you know it's good. But I'm like, okay, are, are we are we gonna see him? Um, yeah. Well, like, okay, because I was gonna say I thought this was his best game so far. Oh, easily. And I mean, and, yeah, yeah. No. What? So, so, uh, so, but I just didn't know if you like had a, you know, he could do more, be more, whatever. I just feel like, I feel like this is gonna kick off a good, a good ride for him, and I, and and I hope he's consistent, and I hope he he continues with it. Like I'd like to see, I'd like to see number three, like get a little more um, talk from me, but he's not. Yeah, so. yeah, no, I, I, and I get that. And so here's the thing. Here's the thing with Jensen. Um, he's he is kind of like a, a really, really, really good boxing referee. If he's doing everything he's supposed to be doing. If he's having a good game, if he's playing right, if, if he's if he's really on it, then you probably won't notice him a whole lot. You probably won't even know he's there. Okay. And and it's 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 really weird, but he's he's that type of defenseman. He's not he's not you know hit you over the head physical. Um, he's not the greatest puck handler he's not bad with the puck but he's not the greatest puck handler either um probably his best aspect is his skating so you know that's his best attribute he uses that to kind of you know wedge 
you know, a, a four checker uh, or opposing forward into a bad position to uh, where, okay, I can't do anything else. I got to give up the puck. Uh-huh. That's his game. So, I mean, that being most of his game, you, you're not going to notice him too much because, you know, he's not going to bang you over the head with his hitting or, you know, he doesn't have a cannon like, uh, you know, John Carlson, although he has a decent shot and he's got decent moves, but, you know, nothing like an Orlov or, or a John Carlson. Um, so that being his game, you're not going to notice him too much. But again, when he's doing what he's supposed to be doing, you're not going to notice him, but he's it, it keeps the other team off the score sheet. Mm-hmm. True. So, True. I mean, that right maybe now, so, maybe like one of those like no news is good news. So, you know, yeah. don't don't see him. He's still doing what he's supposed to be doing. But I don't know. Like, I, I really I really kind of um, hope to speak more about him uh, in in a positive. I, I don't have anything negative to say. I'm just I just would like to see more from Jensen. Well, and that's not a negative. It's just a it's just yeah, an observation. I, I, and I get that. And and look to to his credit, he didn't have a great preseason. He had to spend a, a good chunk of the preseason away from the team mm-hmm. for uh, you know some some sort of personal thing he had to deal with. Right. Um, and the first, I want to say five, six, seven games, um, he looked out of it. He looked a step slow. He did yeah. not look anything like what. We, you know, what we'd been treated to seeing the last two seasons. Right. And uh, I'll admit it. I even went so far as to say, hey, look, you know, extending this guy more than two years might have been a mistake. Um, But I think he's starting. I mean, starting with this game, hopefully being a trend now, I think he might be actually getting back to where he was. So I hope so. I'm I'm hoping so. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah so that turned out to be the winning goal because in the second um Columbus got one back um Dmitry uh, Voronkov uh, got his second assisted by Marchenko and uh, Yurichek um boy they got a lot of uh, Russians and Czechs on Yeah that there, team. there's a there's a lot I was looking I was like all the names are OV at the end or <laughs> you're just like holy crap yeah, but yeah it's very funny I saw that too so yeah, that I don't think that team's going to be as bad as they were last year. But uh, yeah, they they this this was another game where uh, I think uh, the Caps had a right to expect to uh, come in and dominate, but um, they did dominate, just not you know o- offensively. Uh, total shots on goal for this game twenty seven, um, and uh, well, okay, so so. Uh, Charlie Lindgren was the goalie for this game and absolute badass. Look, look, he had one hell of a game and no two ways about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody knows how I feel about the, I'm doing the, the phantom air quotes with my fingers again, goalie controversy and, and what, what a load of, you know, cow dung that hit that has been and is. Um, but yeah, I, you know, there's no denying it. He had a fantastic game, and uh-huh. basically, he is the reason they won this game, right? Um, because there as I some said, six saves. Oh yeah, easily. Uh, with with from the last half of the third period, uh, he owned the game. There's no, there is no, should not be any question in anybody's mind that that he owned the last ten minutes of that game. And if not for him. They probably would have gone to overtime. Probably would have lost. End up losing the game. Uh-huh. Um, and but uh, this the other side of that same coin is the fact that the Caps' offense kind of went to hell and did not give him the support that he needed. It was pretty much all Blue Jackets in that end. The, those last ten minutes, and only seven shots in that period. Um, Columbus doubled them up. Got fourteen. And yeah, that, that six on five, that last six on five, that, that looked pretty bad, but you know, like you said, Anna, he came up huge He did. when, when he had to, and, um, I'll say it, you know, sometimes Darcy Kemper does not come up with those big saves when he needs to. And yet, yet um, 
but it's a small sample size. And I think, um, it, it, it's hard to say because was the defense better in some sense? Yes. But at the same time, giving Charlie Lindgren 36 shots to deal with or 35 shots to deal with, I thought the count was 36. The app is saying 35. Uh-huh. Um, could have sworn it was 36. But in any case, um, asking him to to stop upwards of, of 30 or more shots a game, uh, that, that seems to be a bit much. So, you know, it, it, you can make the same argument that, that he had to put up with it and came out the better. And yeah, I'll give you that. I, I will give you that. But I think, I still think we've got two very good goalies here. And okay. I'm not going to continue the discussion because I think people put that out just to go, Hey, look at me. I'm going <laughs> to pretend to know about hockey. Uh, sorry, but I think that's why they do it. I don't think they actually know about hockey because that's all they, they say. That's the only opinion they give. If they actually knew about hockey and proved they were paying any friggin' attention to the game, they'd have comments about, uh, well, hey, this happened, and why wasn't this a penalty, and why is this decision being made, and why is this lineup out here, and what, what went on here? No, all they talk about is the damn goalies. And I'm yeah. sorry, you don't have game. You don't have knowledge if that's all you freaking talk about you know and i want to see i want to see more caps fans show that they know what they're looking at and just not look look at the scoreboard online or whatever on the or on the look up at the tv on the on, on the replay when it's convenient for them and prove that they're actually paying attention to the whole flipping game i want to see more of that i don't think I don't think enough Caps fans are doing that yet, but you know, when, when they start getting their legs under them and, you know, become more of a team, I think maybe just maybe you might see that, but uh, I don't know. I'm, I I don't like to be down on my own fan base, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little, I'm, I'm just, I get disappointed when I see that kind of crap. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, okay. so you're, you're watching the goalies. Okay, great. Uh, how about watching the rest of the game? Right. And the rest really? of the team. <laughs> and the rest of the friggin' team, yeah. Um, but yeah, this was um the the um let me check the uh okay, so power play eh, power play looks kinda meh still. I think they're they're waiting they're waiting for something to happen that is not going to happen and um, but yeah, part of that is I'm going to, and, and this is what I mentioned earlier, but I'm going to go to the post that, uh, I made earlier about, uh, what Japers rink said about this team. Um, okay. So uh, it was a tweet that they put out. I'm just going to go ahead and read it verbatim. Um, it's not all luck and uh, much has been just to preface this much has been made about puck luck air quotes um but it's not all luck but the caps right now have scored um half as many about half as many goals as expected uh they have yet to score on a slap slash tip slash deflection um they scored 53 of those last year oh for 19 on tips well not exactly a waiter's best friend um league is about 16 percent on those this year 0 for 40 on slappers. Rest of the league is 8.9%. So what that means is there's puck luck and there's making your own chances. They're not doing enough to make their own chances. They're not getting those hard shots to the net. They're not going to the net damn near enough. Okay. They're not getting those greasy goals that they're going to need. And Look, not to, not to, you know, I, I hate making my sound myself sound like I'm sort of fountain of wisdom, but I mean, I hope everybody who's listening now also caught sports on the hill last Monday where I said, um, when Tommy scored his goal in the San Jose game, um, caps are going to need a lot more goals like that. 
I hope you are all paying attention because that is coming true faster than we think. And it was also Robbie who said Ovi is no longer going to be that reliable keystone that is going to drive the offense. They're going to need they're going to need the fourth, third, third and fourth liners to step up. And I got to say, unfortunately, ex- with a possible exception of Milano, they were kind of invisible this week. Now, we need need more Anthony Mantha going to the net. We need more Matt Phillips doing what he did last week, a week before last. Need a little more of that because, unfortunately, it's taking a while you know, for Ovi to get his shot going, I think. Um, Strom, thank God, has you know found his shot, but and and Ovi is finding him. So it's not all amazing. bad, right? Right. It's not all bad, no. but it's not anywhere all near all good either. And so, I just want to re- reiterate the fact that you know they've got the bodies. I'm looking at you, Protus. I'm looking at you, Mantha. They've got the body. I'm looking at you too, Oshi. Let's not let Oshi get hurt again, please. Well, I, look, here's the thing. That's Oshi's game, though. I know. That is his game. That crash and bang and be a disturbance in front of the net. That's his game. That's why he's in the bumper position in the power play. But I think he's holding back a little bit. And I think. Yeah, he doesn't want to get hurt. Well, and unfortunately, it's a long season and you can't have that mentality. And that may have a little something to do with the fact. And here's the other thing. I. I, And again, I got to I got to chide some of my fellow fans a bit here. I think some of you out there, you on the other side of the speakers, the earbuds, what have you. I think some of you guys out there get a little too excited, especially when the Caps string a couple, three wins together. Like, you know, they, they found the magic touch and they're going to go back to, you know, being a contender. It don't work like that. Not, not in a year like this. This is for all intents and purposes, a rebuild year. It's not a complete teardown. They're doing things a little bit differently, but You've all got to realize that this is not going to be a year where they're going to win a ton of games at different ways and be a threat to make the playoffs and do damage in the playoffs like years past. This is a different year. And I think the more Caps fans realize that, that this is a year where they they build things. They have to build how the team is going to be for years to come. This is not a year where they're going to make their mark. This is... This is kind of a maintenance year, and uh, you know, I, I think a lot of you guys out there may be expecting a little too much from this team. Now, can they make the playoffs? It's a possibility. Will they make a playoffs? I wouldn't put money on it. I'm sorry. I would like to, but I, I wouldn't. And that that's the honest truth that we got to take we got to be honest with ourselves we got to take a hard look at what they've got now and figure out what it is but the good news is you know they they're getting there it, it it's taking a while but they're getting there and the, the even better news is the fact that they've got younger guys like Iorio and uh you know Riley Sutter and uh Ryan Leonard and Ivan Mroshnichenko all coming up that are probably going to be ready here in the next one, two, three seasons, and they're going to make the team even better. Now, at 10 games, and they're playing at a 55, uh, 550 win percentage. I, you know, not great, but I would rather be this team. I would rather be us than San Jose, which still hasn't even won a game, and frankly has looked like they've stopped trying. So. All in all, not so bad. So, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's where we're at now. So, so 10 games in one month in that, that's, that's where we're at. Could be a lot worse, but it's not like they're, you know, sucking hind tit or something like that. You never heard that one before? 
No. No. Ew. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that that that's how I see it. Um. So Anna, did you have anything else to add? I don't. From what from what you saw? Nope. Okay. Well, yeah, that's uh. So yeah, that was it. That's that's our commentary for what happened on the ice. Um, now, before we end this episode, um, we're coming up on Veterans Day and um, we I, well, I'm uh, I'm I'm the son of one who served. Uh, and there are a lot of fellow uh, fans out there who who have also served and some loyal listeners. So I'm, I wanted to uh, do them justice by me- mentioning two uh, worthwhile organizations that go out of their way to help uh veterans uh live a much better life um which isn't what they get um what they deserve isn't always what they get um and you know again being the son of one i know how hard it can be uh but um uh, one of the uh, one of the two organizations i just want to briefly mention uh in honor of uh, veterans day is um the purple heart foundation and of course, this is this is the um, this is an organization that uh, does what they can to help veterans in need. Um, mainly, um, uh, well, it's it's uh, it's kind of like uh, if you've heard those annoying ads for cars for kids. One of the things they do is uh, they're they're into taking old vehicles and fixing them up and donating them to a, a veteran in need. So that they can do things like um, go get necessities and uh, go on job interviews and things like that. Um, but yeah, that's that is uh, that, that's something they do. And uh, so PurpleHeartFoundation.org um, is is where you go if you want to learn more about them and and perhaps you know volunteer and give some of your time to them. But that's just one of many many things that they do uh, to improve the lives of, of veterans. Um, and you can also donate to them as well so that their site is built to uh, collect donations. The other organization is disabled American veterans. And, um, I don't think, I don't think I need to, uh, you know, go in too much of what they do. Obviously it's disabled American veterans, uh, and you can donate to them as well, but they help, veterans who uh as a result of of serving in combat um have had their lives horribly affected uh irrevocably um and are are in need of well not only you know continuing life but uh improving their quality of life um you know we're talking about basic needs like you know uh, you know serving amputees and things like that um or you know dealing with you know a, a, a terminal disease you know, the things like that they do they do great things like helping out veterans um, who've been afflicted like that um, so I urge you to go to um, well let me just go ahead let, let me see if I can hammer it home I, I don't think I've been doing it just let me hammer it home by reading their mission statement um, Veterans Day is a time to honor brave men and women who served and sacrificed to protect our country. You can show your support to our nation's heroes by making a donation today. Making a donation today, your special Veterans Day gift will provide life-changing support for ill and injured veterans and their families, caregivers, and survivors. So you're up the upper limit that they'll collect is 75 grand. And we're coming up on the holiday season, and there's a lot of veterans in the area, uh, well, everywhere, who are in need. So uh, if you have the means, then give to one or both of these organizations. It's it's well worth it. Um, some of the greatest people I know um, are, are veterans because they they are they are the ones that are are most giving of their time and. You know, they they come back from a place where you know the most awful thing you can think of has happened, and most of them uh, just want to make the world a better place. So, 
that's uh that that's my rant about about them. I I don't think you know, I I never think I can do them enough justice because, like I said, there's some some of the greatest people who've uh, helped me in my life have been veterans. So I just wanna I I just wanna um mention them and uh, do right by them and what little I can through this podcast. Um, all right. So uh, before one last note, a uh, quick preview of coming attractions. Um, so let's pull up the old calendar here. Okay. So today as it stands is the 5th of November. Um, all right. So the caps play again. I think there's another layoff if I'm not mistaken. Anna, do you happen to have... I don't. Sorry, I don't have a schedule with on. That's uh, fine. Okay, so... Okay, oh, all right. So the Caps finish their homestand um, the 8th, and that is Wednesday against the Panthers, who are also 5-4-1. and one. So mm-hmm. that should be a very interesting game. And then they go on the road. Let's see. Friday... They go on the road face of all teams, the Devils again. Maybe be another wacky ass game. And that pretty so there's only two games next week that we'll be covering. Uh, let me see the twelfth. They don't play the twelfth. So right. So next week it'll only be the two games that we're covering. Um, so it's gonna be interesting. One um one game against a team that's still finding itself, uh, even though they made a great run last year, and another team that is favored to uh, be a contender this year. So it be an interesting week, even though it's going to be kind of a short one. Um, I just want to make sure that they're not playing. Okay. They're not playing any, any, any uh, more games. And then the week after, I don't think they play again until, okay. So they play the 14th again. That is a Tuesday um, in Vegas against the Golden Knights. No, no, they play it back. They're back home. Pardon me. They're back home against the Golden Knight. That's going to be, hmm, that, that might be a killer because the Knights have not lost yet. I think they're the one of the last unbeaten teams. Mm-hmm. Um, they have not, well, they have not lost in regulation more accurately. So that, <laughs> yeah, um, that that's going to be very, very interesting to see how that one turns out. But uh, yeah, previews of coming attractions. So, I mean, I think the Caps are doing okay, but, you know, just look, watch the whole game and learn what you can. Don't just watch the friggin' replay again. So, all right, we're going to stop it here. And um, for the Mermaid Ananox, this is the Blue Liner on Point signing off and reminding you that, well, when it comes to those things that uh, help you go up and down in a building, The British call it a lift. We Americans call it an elevator. I guess it just comes down to the fact that we're raised differently. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah, and let's go Caps. Go Caps. This has been another episode of the Power Play Point Podcast. All episodes are available from Apple Podcasts, the Podbean app, blueliner77.podbean.com, and now available from Stitcher. Music by Joe McAllister, voiceover by Jeffrey Conkle. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Power Play Point Podcast. Thanks for listening.